Hello and welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Camel Connection podcast. My name is Tara, head camel educator and behaviorist at camelconnection.com. And here's a fun story just quickly before we dive into this amazing topic. In the past, you'd find me looking at my camels from a distance, like just visualize this for a moment. And maybe you don't need to visualize it because you do it yourself. So I'd be looking at my camels. My head is half tilted, wondering if they are a healthy way, taking note of any body changes that might have happened, any cuts or grazes or wounds that have happened overnight, um, anything that might have been remotely different in their bodies from 24 hours beforehand. I also look at the consistency of their stools, which is a fancy word for poo (laughs) for those playing at home. But the truth be told, I was kind of wasting time doing this because I didn't really know what I was looking for since there were no guides, books or documents to help me determine what it is I'm looking for when I'm looking at a camel from the outside and how to know if they are healthy. Um, The only textbook I had was like this very comprehensive, complex veterinary journal that just did my head in most of the time. So in this episode, I'm going to cover for you the three key elements that you need to know for a healthy camel. So let's dive in. Having had extensive animal husbandry experience with a variety of, big variety of different animals, um, personally, the one thing that I've noticed is that this only helped me so far when it came to camel husbandry and care. I had discovered that camels are a whole other big complexity that I just, for the most part, I couldn't wrap my head around. Like, I'm like, why are they so different to other animals? Why do they have to be so complex? (laughs) And you might've found this too along your journey, or maybe you're about to discover that because it's bound to happen sooner or later. Um, So this is where I've come up with this episode where I want to cover the three important key elements to determine if your camel is healthy. And we're going to dive straight into this. So number one, a camel's parasite or worm load. So here's a fun fact. 99.9999999999% of domesticated camels have a parasite and or just parasite worms, same thing. Okay. Well, technically not, but parasites are worms in other people's language. <laughs> um, so I say just full disclosure, I say parasites because it's a technical term for moving things or parasitic stuff inside an animal's bodies, but technically and non-technically they are worms too. So 99.99999% of domesticated camels have parasite, um, a parasite um, burden due, due to their lack of resistance to worms. Yes, camels have not built up this resistance to worms like other large animals more commonly domesticated and possibly domesticated for a longer time, such as cattle and horses and sheep and all of that sort of stuff. So 
Um, you know, this could be arguably because, I mean, camels have been domesticated in some countries for a very, very long, thousands of years, but um, they lived in desert environments in that situation. But when we're talking about domesticating camels, like somewhere on the east coast of wherever you are or a non-desert environment, you know, you're... Your, that camel's not in its natural environment, so it, it hasn't built up a natural resistance to worms like the more um, domesticated animals that have been in more domesticated environments for a longer period of time. So <clears throat> I have a side tip for you here. Side tip? Yep, maybe. We'll call it a side tip. The only way for you to know for sure if your camels have worms is to what? <laughs> and I know that you, some of you that have been listening for a long time, you know the answer. But if you're listening for the first time and this is your first introduction, the only way you're going to know if a camel has worms is to look at their stools. Again, fancy word for poo. Um, not to personally look at your stools, but to get their stools tested. Um, you can DIY the test. I've done it several times, but I prefer to send mine off because of the time poorness. Um, and this is literally the only way. Like, it, it just it baffles me when people come to me and say, "My camel's ha my camel has worms," or they don't have worms. That's the worst because that's just denial, <laughs> denial. <laughs> Um, or my camels ha have worms. Oh, how do you know that? Oh, uh, I saw something moving in their poo. Okay. Okay, <laughs> like that's one thing. Lots of things can move in poo, um, especially if the poo's been on the ground for a long time. But it's not just the knowing of the, the camel having worms. It's how much of a burden, worm burden, does this camel have? Because that will determine everything that happens after that medication-wise and treating and all that sort of stuff. So now I have a pro tip and going on to the treating of it. Do not bother drenching your camels on a, in quotes, regular regime because, number one, you don't know what worms that they do actually have unless, of course, you have had their stools tested and you can say for sure that you are treating them with the right medication because not all dewormers treat all parasites and worms. It's just that it's just how it is. Um, and number two out of this pro tip is your if you do deworm on a regular regime, you're potentially creating resistance problem, like worm resistant problems down the track, meaning that any medication, possibly any medication or the medication you've been using won't work and it's going to be an expensive healing process for the camel. And the third offer for the pro tip is if you medicate for worms <laughs> and then put the camels back in the same area, the paddock or the yard, as they were in um, prior to the, the worm medication, you're literally reinfecting again and like wasting hundreds of dollars. And I'm, I'm only laughing at this because I did this. Like I didn't understand the parasite cycle and then I got educated and then I knew better. And once I know better, I can do better, right? Like that's just the theme here. And I'm laughing because I have done this. And when, when you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. You medicate something and you don't go put that, you don't go reinfected by putting them back in that same area again. It's just, it's common sense. But 
a lot of us don't go there because we don't have that information about camels and parasites or in general, just how parasites, their life cycle and all that sort of stuff. So next I want to flow into the second key element to determine a camel's good health. And that is the feeding um, the camel correct camel nutrition. (laughs) What is camel nutrition? Well, that is a great question. Camels have a very unique biological makeup compared to other large animals. And as much as humans think that when they feed a camel, they are feeding the camel. It looks like the camel's enjoying it. Everything looks lovely. Yep, the camel's really getting into that feed. You're not feeding the camel. You're actually feeding the camel's beautiful, complex stomach because that is where all the good health starts with camels, at the stomach. Yes, camels have three pseudo-ruminant stomachs, Um, what's the difference between ruminant and pseudo-ruminant, you might ask? Glad you ask, because I've sourced this directly from a veterinary science website, and that is the key difference between pseudo-ruminant and ruminant systems is that pseudo-ruminant, given the camel, digestive system, has only three compartments to the stomach, and it lacks a rumen. While the ruminant digestive system has four compartments, example, bovine and cattle, um, in the large stomach, including the rumen. So there's a fun fact. <laughs> so simply put, <clears throat> you cannot expect a camel to be in its best health if you don't know what a camel should be eating. Not just what they like eating, because camels will eat a lot of things. It's like humans and, you know, you know you should be having vegetables tonight, but you're getting takeout again and it happens to be McDonald's and you know that's not very nutritious, but you're doing it anyway. Like It happens. That's called life. But it's that, you know, what should a camel be eating? Um, Because if you are feeding them things that they shouldn't be eating for the best health of their stomach you're literally feeding the McDonald's. Like it's got no nutritional value in it whatsoever for the camel. And in fact, it's going to cause problems, health problems down the track. Um, so just because they like the things they eat, it doesn't mean it's good for them. It's the same rule with humans. So it's 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 same, same. <laughs> so I'm going to throw a bit of a spanner in the works here. I liken this kind of statement, what I'm about to say, to the chocolate is good for you, chocolate is bad for you debate. <laughs> we all have it. Um, and that is that camels cannot fully digest, digest grains, you know, like tiny grains, like, uh, corn maize or, um, oaten grains and all the things. Okay. Um, that meaning if they are not able to fully digest grains due to their pseudo ruminant, um, their digestive system makeup ends up going under stress and therefore they are more susceptible to health issues. So if this is starting to sound complex, I understand I have been there and now I'm not there because I'm more educated about this, but just, just take this as I say it, like, cause there, there are like, it can be step by step by step. And I'll cover these three points later on again, just to recap. So camels should be eating food that are literally longer in length, longer than five centimeters to help this help support their healthy gut bacteria and good health. 
I've got, we had a whole entire Camel Vet talk on um, gut health and that's in the Camel Connection Academy. And it was so fascinating. And I was just blown away by this, the length, you know, the actual length of the camel's food matters to the stomach and the camel's health. It just blew me away. So, so, so interesting. Now, the third key element to determine a camel's good health is a camel's growth weight. Do you know what body weight your camels should be, you know, on the spectrum for that, for their particular age? Do you know what body weight they should be? Or do you just look at your camel like I used to and go, hmm, yeah, no, they, they look, they look healthy. (laughs) They look like they're the healthy weight. That's one way, but there is a more scientific formula, um, like vet formulated way to know for certain. You know, and I certainly didn't acquire this knowledge. Everything I'm telling you now is knowledge I've acquired. I just didn't come out of my mother's womb and go, look at me. I know these things about camels. It did not happen. <laughs> um, you know, so I'm talking like the body weight from newborn camels to adult camels. Um, there is a formula, a proper formula for a healthy growth rate, rate, growth rate and body weight, um, like kilograms and pounds for all ages of camels. So when it came to tracking my camel's growth and weight gain or, and or weight loss in both my young and older camels, it has been a game changer for my camel's well-being um, and for my husbandry routines as well. Not only does knowing your camel's weight help them help you medicate them correctly, think dewormers, because if you underdo, underdose dewormers, it's not going to work. So if you know your camel's correct weight, it's, it's for sure going to work. Um, and keeping track of your camel's body weight also helps you um, keep track of how well they are doing in their health, like similar to humans, you know. So knowing exactly where your camel falls on the growth and weight scale will help you adjust camel nutrition and camel feed accordingly. Maybe your camel is not heavy enough, like hasn't got enough weight on them for their age. And that means you have to adjust their feed or whatever accordingly, or their nutrition accordingly, or their supplements accordingly. Maybe they're overweight and you know, they're looking at major health issues or a shorter lifespan down the track because they're overweight. So knowing a camel's growth weight is important. And honestly, it's kind of fun to mess around with because any excuse to be around camels, right? (laughs) So also another side note here, you don't need large agricultural scales to get your camel's proper weight. There is a method called the tape measure method that involves, you guessed it, a tape measure. Tape measurer? Yeah, I don't even know if that's a word. (laughs) And um, I uploaded a full tutorial and printable instructions um, to the Camel Connection Academy, which you can access anytime as a member. So this brings me to something really excited that I excited. This brings me to something really exciting that I want to share with you. Um, recently in the Camel Connection Academy, I compiled a camel growth rate charts. Um, I compiled it, meaning I didn't formulate it because I'm really not that scientific um, and clever. Um, so a vet had formulated this and I compiled it and made it pretty. So first and foremost, it is pretty to look at and it's pretty to read <laughs> and it's easy to read because it's it's in layman's terms. And second of all, you can download these camel growth rate tra- charts and print them 
print them off for your own reference and for your own camel husbandry and care routines. And you can even print them off for your local vet as well. I mean, these things are to be shared, right? So, you know, honestly, I wish I had these camel growth rate charts years ago. You know, they because these charts even co- cover the number of grams per day that a camel should be gaining weight, which is pretty impressive, huh? especially if you have a camel under 18 months. Like y- that is probably the most important thing you should be tracking um, is their growth rate so that you know for sure that they are growing healthily and getting their nutritional needs met. Um, so, you know, this information is just golden information for any and all camel owners or wannabe owners and carers. You just need this information about camel growth rates. And simply put, if you don't own camels, um, oh, sorry, simply put, if you do own camels or you're about to own camels, you need these charts because I can tell you from someone who has not had these kinds of resources, aka me, (laughs) then having access to these resources because I sought after that education and I literally made these, (laughs) made the, no, I didn't make the charts, but I made them pretty. (laughs) Um, It has changed the way I care for my camels and I'm pretty sure that my camels are happy that I'm more camel competent and confident in their care. If only they could speak. And I suppose they show their appreciation through their camel kisses, which is kind of sweet. So this is what I want to say to you. Don't delay in getting more know-how in your camel care and husbandry. Like it, it, it just avoid all the mistakes that I made. <laughs> and I made a lot of them. And I speak about them openly on this podcast as well. Um, but you know, that is also, if you do really want to keep, have your camels live a long and healthy and happy life. Um, and you might think hashtag, is that a trick question? (laughs) It's not because some people just have camels for weed eating purposes and they couldn't give two hoots about, you know, what's going on for the camel's health. And they just know that they're replaceable livestock, livestock. Um, and that's fine. If you believe that, that's fine. But most majority of us don't like do want to keep the camel um, living a long and healthy and happy life. And their health obviously affects the way that they, their temperament, because obviously if they're not feeling well, they're going to be, you know, less compliant to maybe what you're asking them or more compliant, which doesn't show their true self. And that can be a whole complexity in training. Um, so, basically, um, you can get these camel growth rate charts instantly. Um, by joining me and the Camel Connection um, Academy family, because we are like a bit of a camel family. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, but it is. Um, and you can get access to all of these growth rate charts and everything I've spoken about in this podcast, We can, you can elaborate on by becoming a member um, of the Camel Connection Academy over at camelconnection.com. So you not only get these important growth rate charts, but an entire library of camel health, well-being, care, vet talks, training, handling, management, resources, and live Q&As with yours truly um, once a month. So 
basically it's your it's your one place to get all the camel information and support that you need to be the best camel owner, carer, or of course, a wannabe owner. So if you are super keen to join our Camel Connection Academy family and you want to become a member and access all the things I've spoken about in this podcast and get further explanations and listen, listen to talks and of course, download those essential camel growth rate charts, jump on over to the website, camelconnection.com forward slash membership to see the membership options. We have three different tiers, so we're budget friendly and we don't force you to stay. So like if after a month, you know, cause it's a monthly membership, you're like, yeah, nah, I've got what I need. I'm all good. Then of course you can leave. We don't want you to leave, but of course you can. Like you're a human, you have free will. So again, to access everything I've spoken about in this podcast and especially the camel growth rate charts, head over to camelconnection.com forward slash membership. And hopefully we will see you in the Academy and you can introduce yourself in our exclusive um, Camel Community Forum. We'll see you there and or catch you on the next episode.